0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, July 26, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanenny. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley, we had a ton of good stuff in our various podcast feeds over the weekend. We started off on Friday afternoon with our review roundtable of Apple TV Plus's Schmigadoon. It was kind of interesting. We had a very (laughs) natural um, uh, scale or continuum in terms of reviews. You loved it. I was... Meh. Grace hated it. Grace, uh,
1: Grace hated it and didn't, in her review, hate it as much as she actually hated it. <laughs> she, she, I got a very different level of text uh, yeah. at like one in the morning, the night before we did the review, compared yeah. to well, the level, the professionalism that she did on the show. Yes, good for her.
0: Yes. Good for her. Um, I will say... Um, I'm the only one who's watched the second set of three episodes that have not yet aired. I enjoyed those a lot better than I did the first three episodes. That's exciting. Yeah, so there is good things coming, or gooder things coming, at least. Watch me
1: hate them. I know, I know, (laughs) exactly. I would be ecstatic, honestly. It would be really funny to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but we will be doing a second review roundtable after the season slash series question mark shrug emojis um, of the season. We will be doing... And another get together to talk about the final three yeah. episodes. But then on Patreon over the weekend, Jan Simpson's latest episode of All the Drama came out. This one is about the 1951 Pulitzer Prize winner for drama South Pacific. She did it because there is a new production of the show at the, I think it's the, uh, The Chichester, I never can say this word right. Um, The Chichester Festival in the UK. Um, So check that out. That will be coming into the regular feed later. I'm not exactly sure when, um, but it'll be there Eventually, And then, this week on Broadway, Peter, James, and Michael had the outstanding pleasure of wel- welcoming back to Broadway Radio the great and the good Jason Danielly Ah, um, uh, yay. I know. One of the absolute greatest voices um, in musical so theater. So true. Just absolutely fantastic. He's returning to 54 Below um, on August 1st and 2nd. Um, singing his concert Reflections, um, and he's uh, going to be doing Great American Songbook Standards and all of those other types of things. He's absolutely one of the best, and if you haven't a seen him human. in anything, yeah, a lovely human. If you haven't seen him perform, this is definitely something you should get um, tickets to coming up like literally at the uh, in just a week from now.
1: He's one of those performers who it actually makes me angry that he's not like a bigger name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice is so beautiful that I mean, every time I hear it, I'm just like chills completely.
0: Yeah, it, it, there's um, I Forget which version of Carousel he was in, but it was one of the ones at Lincoln Center that's been yeah. filmed. I can't remember. There's been two or three of them that have actually been filmed, and I can't think of which one um, it's in. But he plays Enoch Snow in one of the uh, in one of the carousels that you can find maybe on Amazon Prime or Broadway HD or something. Um, and you're just like, oh god, yeah, like that's that's the good stuff. L- right
1: yeah, there. and like curtains, and I miss the music. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever oh, listened to yeah. that song and haven't cried.
0: <laughs> Yeah, was, especially now thinking about it yeah. with Marin as well. Ugh. But anyway, heartbreaking. All right. Well, before we start all crying, let's yeah. get into the news, <laughs> Ashley. Um, and what is likely a surprise to literally nobody at all None's after? After nuns of people, after tweeting out what sure sounded like a closing notice, the Right Honorable Lord Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber changed his mind on (laughs) shuttering his new musical Cinderella as it was announced on Friday that the show will now resume performances on August 18th at the Gillian Lynn Theatre in London's West End, with an official opening night happening on August 25th. This, of course, comes less than a week after ALW pulled the plug on the previous opening night, which had been scheduled for July 20th. And the production, like, they went beyond just what Andrew said. The production um, spokesperson said effectively they did not see a path forward to resuming performances given the UK's current COVID guidelines, restrictions, and situations. Well, either they suddenly (laughs) discovered a heretofore unforeseen path.
1: They found one, yeah. They forged it themselves.
0: Or, as I said with grace when this was announced, this was all just a big old smokescreen for ulterior ALW motives, Mm. which either could be to kind of stick it to Boris Johnson and his handling of the UK's COVID restrictions, or... To get a slow selling Cinderella into the news. I don't know which it is, but actually, given your undying love for Andrew (laughs) Lloyd Webber, I assume you agree with me that this all seems super fishy. I'm so tired of hearing about this man.
1: (laughs) I'm just like, how it's so dramatic for as much of this as this closing has been to like immediately have a reopening moment it's so it it is absolutely fishy it's bizarre to me uh as i told grace when we did the show last like you know i i feel to an extent because the way that the uk government has handled this pandemic has been awful in every possible way and people need to get back to work and it's just like it's not happening Mm -hmm. but it, it it's also just like Some of the statements he's released has just—I've just been exhausting, mentally, emotionally, physically, for me. I just don't under—I don't get it. I don't—I don't—I don't don't get this path.
0: Yeah, and as much as you don't get this path, which I don't either. There is one good thing in ALW's favor that we can say coming off of all mm. of this Cinderella mess. And that it was that it was reported in the stage on Friday that he was in negotiations with the British arm of equity to pay the performers of the show who are unable to work because of the COVID okay. shutdown. Last year, British equity and uh, the Society of London Theatre negotiated that performances could be suspended for up to 12 weeks, three months, without salaries needing to be paid. But ALW's really useful group will be paying their company once these negotiations are finalized. Um, not the least that the billionaire composer and his company could do. So in a world in which we have been <laughs> conditioned to expect the absolute worst from the uber wealthy, I will take this and give Andrew sure. a little bit of a pat on the back. Um if nothing else,
1: honestly, yeah, sure, why not? I just like the other day. I think it was like Thursday or Friday. There was also an article on the stage where he was like, "If we don't come out on this now, I'm gonna have to sell my theaters." I, I was just like, "Like, what? What path are we taking here? Like, what?" Financially is true at this point What economically is true at this point Like none of the scene and As you said like this could be a sm- Like for his show it could be a smokescreen Of like getting more people into seats I feel like he doesn't need to Do that I feel like he's Kind of yeah. dominated The news cycle when it comes to theater in the UK I mean, for his entire career For that matter but especially over the past Year because I mean you know pros and cons And he's done the vaccine trials and everything and he's been mm-hmm. that kind of voice for the UK theater um trying to get people vaccinated back into the theaters like we so desperately didn't have here it, it's just been a really <laughs> weird year uh in Andrew Lloyd webber news and um it's it's not my favorite thing to be to be, cl- yeah, <laughs> to be I, quite honest
0: that you've you've established yeah. that but i will say um even though it hasn't technically opened, and I don't know if this was put into action because of the previous shutdown announcement, yeah. but, um, Quentin Letts from the Times of London, like the Times of London mm-hmm. g- gave Cinderella a five star review. Yeah. So, right. so, you know, so, I mean, uh huh. He, and it's he so also strange. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, i from what I've heard and seen of the show, it's been very mad to me, but right. if the Times I'm of London is giving it. Yeah. If the Times of London is giving it a five star review, I'd have to imagine that it should help ticket sales. And I don't know how ticket sales were doing, but, um, it all just seems weird as do the COVID restrictions in London. So I guess it just, it is kind of par for the course. Right. They're a mess. Everything is a mess right now.
1: They're yeah. a mess, but it's also, it's Cinderella. It's Lloyd Webber. It's like one of a few shows that are up, if at all, and have been up at all since the pandemic. It's, it doesn't need it, like it can sell itself. So, any uh, kind of uh, you, theoretically, but you, yeah. you, you would think it could sell itself, so i don 't understand like I think he thinks there are smoke screens that aren't there when it's just people realizing that the government is completely against them at this point, and they're trying to stay as safe as possible because yeah. there's no literally no other option
0: yeah, I don 't really know what's going on, but i what I do know and fear is that we are heading for something very similar happening. Yeah here in in New York Theater and theater around <sighs> the country. Great so. times. Good times. Yeah, good good times. Great Oldies 97.1. All right, <laughs> let's move in to uh, a little discussion about our sponsor for this week, upstart.com. As I said, I don't project great things and perfect things happening when New York Theater opens coming up here soon, but that is not the least of our worries, but compared to all of the difficulties and hardships that Americans have faced over this past year and a half, um, it kind of is par for the course, as we mm-hmm. said, between losing jobs, losing out on opportunities to make money, um, having to, to pay for unexpected health related costs and so much more. Americans have, sp- have experienced so much difficulty over the past year and a half during the pandemic. And so much of that has been tied to money. (sighs) Fortunately, Upstart can help you regain your footing and get everything back on track with just a few minutes on their website.
1: Yeah, I'm so broke. Uh, So even the thought of money makes me nauseous at this point. The thought of seeing credit card statements make me nauseous. Thankfully with things like Upstart... With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. It's incredibly quick. You can get your loan within one business day of accepting your loan. And when you're broke, you need that money quick.
0: Yeah. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway.
1: That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you.
0: Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application.
1: Go to upstart.com slash Broadway.
0: Never stop, never stopping. Can't
1: stop, won't stop.
0: (laughs) Yep. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news. And unfortunately, it also involves some more COVID cancellations. (sighs) On Friday, Friday, the Public Theater announced that they would again be canceling a performance of their Shakespeare in the Park production of Merry Wives. Fortunately, performances did resume on Saturday, but... The public also announced that they had decided to cancel their just recently announced in-person standby ticket line. Grace and I talked about this last week and we were all kind of excited to get that tradition of standing in line at Central Park for tickets to Shakespeare in the Park back, but Due to the COVID concerns, the public has decided to stick to handling all ticketing online, which in this circumstance actually seems wise.
1: Uh, incredibly so. Like you said, we could be very close, unfortunately, to uh, you know, the pandemic Delta variant in New York kind of creating more shutdowns. So I think anything any theater company can do, whether they're indoors or outdoors, anything that they can do to minimize potential damage is absolutely the wisest Thing to do at this point. I mean, any kind of like online virtual queue kind of situation. I mean, we've had City MD for God's sake do it since Mm -hmm. the beginning of the pandemic. So I think if City MD can do all of their scheduling online, require people to come in, I I think a theater can do it too.
0: Yeah, I don't mind like the Broadway theaters opening their box offices. Like, I think that's probably yeah. okay because I don't. There's not going to be these huge lines, but sticking people in a line outside right, in the heat where, where, where people are not likely to wear masks, where it's the yeah.
1: only way to get those. Where like if you have box office tickets, you you can do them either online for convenience and pay the fees, or you can go to the box office and get them. Entirely different situation of something like this where you have like one option, like one way to get tickets.
0: Yeah. All right, finally in this section, we learned last week that on August 9th, Broadway's Majestic Theater, home to Andrew Lloyd Webber's fame of the Opera, Mm. will host the premiere of the new documentary, The Show Must Go On, which chronicles the race against time to save live theater and focuses in on an army of theater makers determined to win that war. The ticketed event will benefit the actors fund and will include performances and appearances of to be announced stars. Tickets are on sale now. Um, I have a cool. feeling we're going to have a lot of documentaries about stuff like this over oh, the coming God, years. Yeah. Well, but I'm okay with that. Like I, no, I, think I am that, too. Mm, but it is tiring. I know what you're saying. It's like <sighs> these things are important because it also always shines a light on the importance of the arts and the people who are fighting for it. Definitely. Um, so I'm excited to hear more about this.
1: It's a, more, more so for me. The like exhaustion part of it is the reliving of it, and it's it's totally it's going to be a really fascinating thing. Unfortunately, to look back at this period of time and how the arts recover and don't recover in different ways from it, and to have all these documentaries is a very good thing. To have that kind of proof is a very, very good thing. Um, I'm just I'm already bracing myself for it.
0: Yeah, totally. I understand. All right, Ashley, let's close the show out, um, a show that's been fairly depressing, to be honest with you.
1: Happy Monday!
0: (laughs) Let's close it out with some actual feel-good recommendations. The West End production of The Lion King um, began rehearsals last week. They had to kind of pause rehearsals for COVID enforced absences, but they are still planning to resume performances on July 29th, at least as of of, uh, Saturday. Mm. But they released a video of them returning to rehearsal and kind of doing the table read and sing through. And it was very <sighs> emotional. The actress playing Rafiki had to kind of stop a couple times because it was so emotional. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of these things uh, being released. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine like Town, since it's the first musical oh, or God. one of the first musicals coming back, <laughs> releasing something with, uh, with Andre? Yeah, so good. Um, so check that one out. And then secondly, what almost feels like, um, I'm, this is, this might get me <laughs> in trouble with some sponsors. Okay. But in an article that almost feels a little bit like porn to me. Nice. Um, we have a video roundup from the people doing God's work over at Broadway World who rounded up a, like a seven or eight videos of West End. And Ted Lasso star, oh, there we go. Hannah Waddingham um, singing. She is a multi-time Olivier nominee um, over for her work in London. But there's um, videos of her singing Cats, singing Rent, um, singing Phantom of the Opera, um, singing Cole Porter, singing The Last Midnight, which she played the witch Ooh. in an outdoor performance, Ooh. which was the. Oh. Yeah, it's it's available on one of the British streaming services. Um, and it was actually the perf- production that led to the Shakespeare in the Park production that went like historically and legendarily poorly um, <laughs> of into the woods. Yeah. Uh, Donna Murphy played the witch uh, in that one. Uh, but it was the, the outdoor uh, production that... Um, uh, led into that but <laughs> she is amazing she is a statuesque beauty of unrenowned she's talent. a
1: goddess she uh, yeah, should and statues so, should be built in her honor
0: yeah absolutely so check that out great stuff um Ted and, Leso, uh, baby
1: yeah
0: season two um has started now on apple tv
1: plus uh, have you have you watched the i have not yet. I, I have n- not. I'll, I I'll haven't watch- either.
0: I'll watch it probably tonight when I go to bed. Um, I have the screeners for season two, but I just haven't gotten around to it. (gasps) What? Um, I know. I'm sorry. I think (laughs) we've talked about this already. We have have many
1: times as far as like wanting to get the screeners. I should just go ahead and send that email off in the morning. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, everybody, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All
0: right, everybody, have a wonderful start to your week. We're going to be with you all week, giving you all the news and maybe some other fun stuff, too. Ashley, you and Grace are uh, taking over the show tomorrow, so yes. everybody. Tune in tomorrow, listen to Ashley and Grace do things the right way, and I will be back on (laughs) Wednesday, I guess that would make that. Sure, yeah, exactly. Okay, whatever. Nailed it.